got going on here? Hello, everybody. Thanks for coming out. Hello. It's so nice to finally put some faces to our audience. <laughs> Have any of you ever heard our show? <laughs> John Schwing, Sugani, Chris, woo! <laughs> All right. Are we jonesing for some tofu? Um, no, I think we've had enough tofu. <laughs> I'm jonesing for some tofu. You know you're jonesing yeah. for tofu. <laughs> All right. There we go. Welcome to Vegan Radio number 50. That's right. How many how many years is that? Two years. Oh Let's hear it for the wait staff, our volunteers. <laughs> Chef Hart, Heather Bargeron, who made the entrees. And Chef Eden Love. You know you're Jones and Chef Eden Love made the uh, Nori rolls and the salad. And we had an anonymous uh, baker made the uh, cheesecake. <laughs> Megan Shackleford, Vegan Radio. I'm Derek Goodwin. I'm Megan Shackleford. And I'm, I have no idea. <laughs> Scott Latane, hi. Scott Latane, about to turn 41. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, well. Vegan Radio. Vegan Radio. <laughs> what can you say? I, I was it's hoping you wouldn't give it away, man. It's the best kept secret. <laughs> you know, it's my birthday, yeah. But, you know, so we don't really have a plan for the show, so um, that's <laughs> As pretty you much can it. Tell. <laughs> that's it. That's the show. Um, yeah. Well, first, let's get uh, Eden Love up here since she's uh, one of our chefs. Eden Love, raw chef extraordinaire. Eden is a recurring guest on Vegan Radio. And uh, test. Hello? Can you hear yeah, me? What? Oh, oh, there you go. Hello? Talk loud and don't touch the microphone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eden, tell us about your uh, raw food. The raw food from this evening? Yeah. Um, we had a delightful uh, nori roll, which probably most of you are familiar with sushi, but in the raw food world... We wouldn't want to put rice in it, so it had a sunflower sesame spread, avocado, veggies, sprouts, and it's really delicious. That's pretty much it. <laughs> tell, us, tell us why um, you so love raw foods and, and, and what is so wonderful about them for you and your body. Um, for me and for everybody, really. Um, raw foods are foods that haven't been heated above about 118 degrees. And that, first of all, preserves the enzymes in the food, which are really essential for proper digestion. And over time of eating a lot of cooked foods, our bodies become depleted of enzymes. And that leads to diseases. <laughs> um, Don't mess with Eden Love. <laughs> I shouldn't be using my hands on the table talking. Um, so it's, um, it's just food that has a lot of life force, energy, in it and it makes you feel really energized and all of the nutrients and the minerals are all in their proper form that nature provided you so you can just assimilate them into your body very easily so pretty much everyone who eats raw food you know as the majority of their diet says you know they have lots more energy 
they feel better. They, you know, people have healed themselves of many diseases by eating raw food. And just some makes here, here. you feel really happy. Great. <laughs> Look happy, how happy, happy you are. I feel happy. You are a testament. <laughs> She's glowing, isn't she? <laughs> All right. So are you totally raw? Is that what's going on? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and how, well, how long? How long? Yeah, that's kind of what's going on. Um, it's been, like, between two and three years. It's been two years, 100%, and probably a year or two before that was a lot raw. Right. And all vegan, so. Well, we just had yeah. a guest who uh, was having trouble in the wintertime. Mm. She lives out, out in the boonies or something and uh, has a hard Canada. time. Canada. Oh, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> in the boonies. Canada is the boonies. <laughs> It can be a little challenging, for sure, in the winter. Um, but there's some foods that are more warming for the body. And you can use more spices and things that heat up your food. Not literally, but um, as a, in a spice. And you can warm foods a little bit. If you have a dehydrator, you could put something in the dehydrator and warm it. And that kind of helps a little bit. In the winter, How about it's tea? Just, tea, I mean, you can... <laughs> You can drink tea. I, I drink, I put a little cold water in with the hot water to try not to make it too hot, to not so kill the enzymes in the tea. <laughs> yeah, just because we have an electric kettle, so we boil the water. In. But you can just make it, if you can stick your finger in it and leave it in there for like five to ten seconds, you know that it's not too hot. But that's a little nitpicky. I mean, not all raw foodists make sure their tea is raw, <laughs> too. But Does boiling water kill enzymes in water? Well, no. <laughs> but, you know, water is another really important issue, and there's different types of water that are better or worse for your body. And really the best kind of water is water that comes from fruits and vegetables because it has its structure, um, its molecular structure is still intact, and it's much more easily assimilated by the body. And water like distilled water just kind of has nothing. There's nothing really to it. And... Um, so, I mean, but you can, like, re-energize some water by putting, you could put a crystal in your water, let it sit in the sunlight. Um, you can put a little lemon juice in there, something like that, something to bring a little life into the water. Um, I know yeah, a Japanese guy who, loved, who loves his water. He projects <laughs> Dr. Emoto? Yes, you, you know him, right? I know. I know him personally. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Dr. Emoto? Well, he, oh, he, he's a pretty cool guy. In case you haven't seen, uh, say, What the Bleep Do We Know or its follow-up. Oh, I see. Uh, he's mentioned in that. He, he basically uh, projects energy into water, emotional energy, and tries all these different experiments. And I don't know exactly how he images it, but, you know, positive vibes produce positive water. <laughs> well, it's, it's the actual water crystal. They take the water, they're thinking a certain word or a thought to the water, and then um, they freeze it, and they have a way of photographing these water crystals. And the most beautiful water crystals are created from these loving, beautiful thoughts and images. And um, so it's kind of amazing, because he's sort of just showing you literally the power of our thoughts. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys can laugh if you want. <clears throat> well, I don't know. It's just so what you would have predicted if you were kombucha. That's a question I have for you, Eden Love. This kombucha stuff, it says it's raw. Is that true? Yeah, kombucha is a great, great drink. If you guys have not had it before, I would definitely recommend. 
trying it. It's from um, a kombucha mushroom, they're called, but it's a culture. It's another cultured food like sauerkraut or miso or something like that. And so it has lots of enzymes in it and probiotics. So it's really good for your intestinal tract and just your whole body. Um, so it's good. There's a couple different kinds out there. This kind you guys only have up here. Catalyst kombucha. There's like one called Synergy, too. That's a good one. And a lot of people are making their own nowadays. Yeah, it's easy. If someone gives you a little kombucha baby, you can grow your own and make your own. I haven't done it yet, but I'm a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> you might be assimilated into the kombucha culture. <laughs> Wouldn't want that. All right, Eden Love. Well, thank you very much. Yes, thank you. We're going to be doing a series of very short interviews on the show. So. <laughs> All right, love you guys. Congratulations. We love you, Eden Love. Thank you, Eden. Thank you, thank you. Who we got next? Uh, let's get Janine from Snooty Jewelry up here. <laughs> Janine Taylor came all the way from uh, Marlboro, Massachusetts. And uh, she's here. <laughs> Look at her. Um, Janine, I think uh, Snooty Jewelry is probably one of the uh, older jewelry making entities in the vegan movement? <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think we may be the original vegan jewelry company, actually. I founded the company in 1999. So, And when I wrote my business plan, there was this part you have to look up competi competition, who your competition is, and um, I couldn't find any. So either I'm a bad researcher or it just wasn't out there to be found. <laughs> And where did you get the name Snooty Jewelry? <laughs> uh, I get that question a lot. You'd think I'd have a really pat-canned answer. Um, it was just sort of a, a funny word that popped into my head, actually, when the idea for combining my veganism came into my mind to combine that with my um, jewelry making. And I used it as a working name, sort of as a joke at first, um, just because it sounded funny and silly. <clears throat> And uh, all my friends and colleagues said, oh, my God, no, you need to keep, keep that the name. It's so funny. <laughs> and I said, well, maybe until I can think of something else. And here we are, you know, eight years later, and I still haven't come up with anything. So if anybody has any suggestions or ideas, let me know. Well, now, now you've got brand recognition. You can't really I know. Change. Now it's change. too late. I guess I'll stick with it. So what's the latest uh, in the snooty line of jewelry? Oh, good question. Um, well, uh, some of you may have seen uh, recently in Veg News, their holiday issue. In fact, I'm wearing one right now. Uh, our farm charm bracelet. It's um, got eight different farm animals represented on it in sterling silver. And they are shown in a way that they would be, that they are these animals when sort of left to their own devices. The... Uh, the dairy cow has a normal size udder, and the duck is in flight. Um, the lamb has grown all the way into a sheep. Um, the fish is swimming free. There's a, a pig and um, even a, a little beehive on here to represent <clears throat> uh, the animals that are farmed for food. So do you cast the silver yourself, or do you get that somewhere and then... No, I have, some, I have someone else do the castings for me, and then I... 
assemble the thing. But you together. you came up with the mm-hmm. yep. concept and design. Absolutely. In fact, it was something that I had thought of um, several years ago and uh, took some time to kind of get all the designs together for each individual animal until I was happy with with all eight of them. And uh, we're selling those now on our website. And we have a new vegan bracelet. Some people may be familiar with what's sort of commonly referred to as the vegan bling bracelet. It's the one that's got the real, says vegan on it, and it's really sparkly. I have that one. Do you have that one? (laughs) Well, there's a new version, Megan, on the back. In fact, I brought one for the raffle. I hope everyone's buying tickets. Um, It comes in different colors. I brought the red one in honor of Valentine's Day. And uh, you can see that back there. It's a little bit smaller, still sparkly, and it has a little heart on the end. What's your your best-selling item? The vegan bling bracelet is pretty popular. Um, and since the ad in Veg News, or the, you know, the showing this, the farm charm bracelet, that's been a, a big seller, actually, even though it's kind of a little higher priced item. But we try to have something for everybody, all price ranges. And I'm really excited about this coming year. I'm going to try to, I've got some ideas. <laughs> I've got to do some more research and development, but I'm going to do, um, put more energy into developing my recycled line. In fact, another item that we brought for the raffle is um, one of our vegan pins. The one that I brought says, Go Vegan on it. We've got four different slogans. And that's made completely from recycled materials. And I sit there, actually, and cut out each little letter by hand. It's like a little ransom note or something, and it (laughs) says, Go Vegan. And each one's all handmade and completely different. And... um, I just love making those. Those are very popular. But, you know, before I was ever a vegetarian, I was an environmentalist, um, really into recycling and that sort of thing. And that's actually been a long-time passion of mine. And so I decided that this year is going to be the year that I put a lot more energy and focus into developing more of that line because right now we just have the recycled art pin. So stay tuned for what I come up with. More genius ideas. Yeah, I'm going to be working. Actually, I'll give you guys a hint, as long as you don't tell anybody. Um, Everybody's, <laughs> like, taking out their Turn notebooks. Turn these mics off. Um, I'm going to be working with uh, compact discs, recycled compact discs. And you know how it's got, like, the real pretty rainbowy kind of thing on the one side? And then something kind of colorful, usually the label, depending on what it is, on the one side. And we're going to cut those up somehow and turn them into jewelry and it's going to be great. Awesome. So, Excellent. Yeah, look for that. Everyone's going green. That's right. Even snooty jewelry. Even snooty jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to tell our captive audience? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to congratulate you guys on 50 episodes. Um, woo, woo. From a long-time listener, first-time interviewee. <laughs> I know. Congratulations. Been waiting for this day for a long time, Janine. Well, I'm really proud of you guys and excited. Congratulations, and thanks for having me. And your website you. is oh. just www.snootyjewelry.com. Awesome. Great. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So, All right. Uh, so that's 50 episodes. Does that include, like, the lost episodes? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we've always been plagued with uh, technical difficulties. We lost an entire episode once. 
Uh, two, I guess. We've thrown away some episodes, too. I know. I was like, <laughs> there's, should be a lot of episodes There's sometimes in the away. studio, the, uh, we forget to turn on the recording machine. <laughs> <laughs> so those never made it to podcasts. Right, so this is more like a Baker's 50. <laughs> and... Uh, and who knows if this show will make it. <laughs> uh, so far, so good. Yeah, my we've, got, we've got two recording machines right now, so hopefully one of them will work. So who we got um, coming up next? Well, I was thinking we could do a little retrospective of our bumpers. <laughs> ah. Scott over here uh, came into the show a little later than Megan and I. Or he, was at, he was with our first show, but then he moved away for a while. Yeah, it's but true. He's, he's helped fun. us create a archive of bumpers, which are little um, station ID type things that we put in some of our shows. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I remember the very first one was, uh, well, we had that great coup. Your first show was Howard Lyman. Howard Lyman? Yeah, the inventor of You guys of know Sprite. Howard Lyman? Here's our first ever uh, interview. We were great. very nervous and stiff, and all our questions <laughs> were we read out loud off like, of a piece so of paper. So, Howard, how do you feel? <laughs> and then every, every question we asked him, he gave us a 10-minute answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's amazing that way. But uh, yeah, he he and he did a bumper for you right during your interview. This I think is... that came later, but you can play. Really? It. Oh well. <laughs> all right. Well, here's Howard's voice. No need to tell the audience with that. some stuff. Here you go. This is Howard Lyman, the Mad Cowboy, author of No More Bull. You are listening to Vegan Radio on WXOJLP Northampton. Remember, doing nothing is not an option. Right, right, man. What else we got? Well, let's see. We have we've got everyone. <laughs> Do a little Jerry Cook. Like Jerry his, Cook. I like his accent. Now, who who's Jerry Cook again? Jerry, <laughs> you know Jerry Cook. Yeah, Jerry Cook yeah. came up with uh, the Meat Free Zone. Uh huh. And uh, he's just a character. <laughs> All right, then. This is his characteristic you always, voice. You always catch him at animal rights conferences. This is Jerry Cook with the film Peaceable Kingdom. I'm a pro activist uh, who calls North Carolina home. I'm here in Massachusetts. And you are listening to Vegan Radio on WXOJ Northampton 103.3 FM and on the web at www.veganradio.com. Wow. Man, he's got a great accent, man. <laughs> hey, you can't swear. <laughs> what? Why not, man? <laughs> Okay, well, yes, now I we can. can't air this episode. <laughs> oh, shit. Be part of the lost episodes. <laughs> oh, man, I completely. Oh. All right. Uh, I've been wanting to do that because normally Cause we, we can't. We can't do it. <laughs> God All damn right, it. Get oh. it out. All right, it's God done. It. What else we got? Vegan radio. Because the animals are listening to. That's right. That was one of the first ones. Let's go through them. Here they go. Bruce Friedrich. From PETA. Bruce Friedrich with People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. You're listening to Vegan Radio. Remember, the animal rights movement is the social justice movement of our time. You can just tell from that how what a wise ass he is, can't you? <laughs> Vegan Radio, clearing the air and your colon since 2005. <laughs> right? That makes sense. Yeah. Did they say colon? Colon. We did. You're you listening to Vegan Radio. www.veganradio.com. Go vegan, go vegan. Those were two zombies from the vegetarian festival in Boston. <laughs> this is Farmer Brown, and you are listening to Vegan Radio on WXOJLP Northampton and online at www.veganradio.com. I feel like I've heard that music before. I think I reused it. 
It's all garage band clips. What can you do? This one I this love. This is Gene Bauston from Farm Sanctuary. <laughs> radio, where the animals are our friends, not our Sexy food. Gene Bauston. I know. I'm like, of it's Gene Bauer now. Of course you put that one with Gene Bauston because he's a vegan hottie. Well, speaking of sexy, play that Kenneth Williams one. Vegan Radio. Crunchy on the outside, creamy on the inside, and 100% gristle free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do Kenneth Williams and then finish. Kenneth was great. Vegan bodybuilder. My name is Kenneth Williams. You're listening to Vegan Radio on WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM, and on the web at www.veganradio.com. My favorite slogan, go vegan and nobody gets hurt. Yeah, it's very effective, especially if he's in the same room with you. <laughs> okay, man. I'll go vegan. Kenneth disappeared off the map. I, if he hears this show, I hope he'll contact us. Yeah. He's we miss you, Kenneth. He's busy building his body, you know. <laughs> his mind is somewhere else. I don't know. All right. Who we got? Who's coming up next? Hi, I'm Sarah Kramer from GoVegan.net, and you're listening to Vegan Radio. <laughs> right? <laughs> that totally fits her, doesn't it? Vegan Radio. Turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a three-second spot. On to our next thing. <laughs> so I've devised a uh, vegan game show. <laughs> and uh, I think we can have two different contestants. And um, is anyone interested in winning a uh, snooty jewelry bracelet or something? Who, 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 who? Yeah. Oh, we got Susan in the Susan. back. Susan. All right, come on up, Susan. I'm going to read you. So the way this game show works <laughs> is I'm going to give you your answer in the form of a Susan. question. No. Uh, we might have to adjust the mic. Bring it down way low. So the way this works, Susan is I'm going to read a, a rhyme, and you have to guess the last word. A limerick, if you may, Susan. I don't think it's quite a limerick. <laughs> I, I started thinking about this. I think limericks have several rhymes in them, and this only has one. You should have crossed that off then. <laughs> but um, it's, this is all based. We had a guest, Pamela Rice, who has written a pamphlet called 100 Reasons I'm a Vegetarian. She was a guest on one of our past shows, and all these questions are based on the... 101 reasons I'm a vegetarian. All right. Are you ready, Susan? I'm ready. All right. You may think the Atkins diet from obesity will free you, but it's far more likely to destroy your kidneys and cause you bad breath and... <laughs> blank. Diarrhea. Yes. <laughs> All right. Where's that bell? All right. I need a ding, ding, ding sound. You have five more questions. If you get four of them right, we'll do that. you'll get the snooty jewelry right. bracelet. It's constipation, not diarrhea. What? Uh, you get both. You get both. <laughs> <laughs> One day constipation, the next day diarrhea. Man. <laughs> we get for having experts in the audience. The, know. You know, Atkins died a very bloated and painful death. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be more healthy, 
a high-fiber diet could be the answer to do, reduce your chances by 40% of contracting a deadly form of cancer. Oh. All right. I was going to say panther. <laughs> I didn't say these would be hired. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll come up with a hard one for you. Some people would like to tell you that we are a humane and caring nation, yet we subject farm animals without anesthesia to debeaking, ear notching, and... Elimination. No, <laughs> Susan. Oh. Castration. There you go. Castration. Is I say with a smile. <laughs> All right. Well, you've got uh, you've got three more questions. Apologies for the gelding. Elimination is also true. Oh. Elimination. All right. <laughs> you can eat free-range organic eggs, and your conscious conscience may be sated. But at the hatchery, all the cute boy chicks are ground alive or blank. <laughs> Suffocated. Yes. Very good. Brilliant. <laughs> Woo! All right, everyone <laughs> clap loudly after every question. <laughs> For our radio audience. Where is our clapping track? Yeah, we'll have to put it in later. If you find a healthy chicken at your supermarket, then you must be a lucky fella. Because over 80% of chickens tested by consumer reports contain Cephalobacter or Salmonella. Yes. <laughs> All right, one more. You get this right, you win a snooty jewelry jewel. And if you get it wrong, you're eliminated. <laughs> 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 uh, let's see. Maybe I should find a hard one on here for. All right. A meat eating environmentalist is a creature that stretches my belief, knowing it takes 35 calories of fossil fuel to make just one calorie of feedlot beef. Beef. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay, Susan is the winner. <laughs> Who wants to be our next guest for a Dennis Cromit CD and a vegan Ooh, radio t shirt? Oh, it's Sugati. <laughs> Sugati? Yep. Come on up, Sugati. Yep. No? No voice? No voice? Oh, oh no. no. You're going to have to send your, your husband then. <laughs> oh. Chris? No. No! <laughs> Maybe we could do it oh, like Oh, man. Wow. What's going to happen when you guys come up to interview? <laughs> you know, shyness is nice, but oh. Oh, we've got one over here. Annie Hornish. Annie, Annie Hornish is. Uh, we are no match for Annie Hornish, I'll say that. <laughs> and her husband, Neil, have an organization in Connecticut called the. The Compassionate Living Project. Compassionate Living yeah. Project. Yeah. And what does your, your organization do? Well, we promote humane education. We talk, go into classrooms um, from very early grades through college, and we talk about veganism and animal, mostly animal rights issues, but a lot of humane ed issues. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, and Annie just got a grease car. Yes, brand new. This is All the right. second day on the road. Woo! Yeah. 1977 Mercedes-Benz 300D, and it's running like a charm. Wow. Yep. Awesome. And uh, Wendell, the person who helped us with the vegan bus, helped you guys, right? Yes, he did. Shout did out job. to Wendell. Yeah. Where is he? 
Where, are you where is you to support us now? Though? Where are you getting your grease from, Annie? Uh, a couple of rest- local restaurants. We do live down in Connecticut, and we there's no shortage of that. Yeah, there's no yep. competition here. Yep. People are under every restaurant's under contract. Yep. Yeah, I bet. I so bet. Yeah, great. every restaurant we did ask at was familiar, which is good news. So there are a lot of cars. A lot of people are doing this. So I was gl- glad to hear, but there still is a surplus of, of free oil out there for people. So. All right, Annie. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I don't know if you're ready. Okay. These are hard questions. <laughs> Raising livestock in our country is quite an environmental strain. They use up over 50% of our water and eat over 70% of our... Grain. Yes. Woo! <laughs> Do you want me to read any? <laughs> you want to read one? Sure. Just don't, don't read the last word. Let me read it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here. We all talk about how we cherish our children. We must seem like a bunch of fools because the government takes the most diseased and low-grade meat and sells it to our schools. That one was custom-made for you guys. I don't know. (laughs) When it comes to factory farms, the overcrowding is really psychotic to keep the animals alive in cesspools of filth. Every year, we feed them 25 million pounds of... Antibiotics. Wow, you are quick, Annie. You are quick. Oh, man. I think she's cheating. (laughs) Americans love their dairy products and wonder why vegans make such a fuss. Perhaps not knowing, modern agriculture has created an epidemic of... Mastitis. Mastitis. And every glass of milk contains a few drops of... Pus. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, we're going to have a fire. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Oh, you got two more, Annie. Okay. Okay. According to a 2006 report provided by the United Nations, across the world, livestock, livestock production is causing massive... Could you repeat the question again, please? (laughs) You're stumped, aren't you? I am. According to a 2006 report provided by the United Nations, across the world, livestock production is causing massive... Oh, global warming. Um, Uh, Rhymes with nations. Emissions? I'm sorry. Emissions? Rhymes with nation. Rhymes with nation? Nation. It's causing massive... Is this methanol emissions? I heard somebody whispering the answer out there. Methane emission? Um... One more time. Could you please repeat yes. the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> we stumped Danny. I can't believe okay. it. All right. We've done I'm it. Close <laughs> to this one. Okay. According to a 2006 report provided by the United Nations, across the world, livestock production is causing massive... Starvation? I'm sorry. I, I don't... Uh, I'll have to pass on that question. Pass. There's no pass. <laughs> there's, there's no passing. I'll take there's a substitute no question, please. <laughs> Uh, the correct answer is deforestation. Deforestation. Oh, I got to I got to oh, say, I that. Derek, I'm sorry, I know that. that. Hey, really I got to stump somebody one day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, I got to read this next one because the way I wrote it is a little convoluted here. <laughs> oh, this is my favorite. <laughs> Most scientists agree global warming is real and melting our glaciers into molasses. <laughs> uh-huh. Ask any scientist. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> and while the vehicles of the world are much to blame, global livestock global livestock production is responsible for thirty eight percent more. That, how 
is anybody going to get that? It that rhymes is ridiculous. with molasses and it has to do with global Ga warming. Gases? Greenhouse gases. Greenhouse yes. Gases. Okay, okay. So. All right, Annie. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Okay. I think you oh, wait, made wait, it we have one more. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, great. This is a bonus round. Okay. All right. We know 50 episodes of Vegan Radio is quite a bit to go through. But in the end, you have to admit, my friends, you know you're jonesing for some... <laughs> <laughs> tofu! <laughs> Something that rhymes thank with you, tofu. You. Well done. All right, Annie. Annie Hornish. And that's her husband, Neil, over there. All right. Maybe we need a musical interlude by now. <laughs> Please. Are you ready, Dennis? Sure. Uh, there you go. What was that? <laughs> Dennis Cromick karaoke. Oh, he's going to do an acapella for I've us. been walking the streets so long. <laughs> Is that what that was? <laughs> uh, Dennis, you want to tell us about yourself? <laughs> sure. And then I guess I can play a song after that. Sure. That'd if you want. Fabulous. Uh, I'm Dennis. I've been on your show a couple times. Yeah, he's um, one of he's our most recurring musical guest. That's right. That's right. One of our most recent. And he became vegans. vegan because of us. Oh, stop! It's pretty much true. Yeah. <laughs> wow. uh, yeah. No, I, I I did actually between the first my first visit to your show and second became vegan from being vegetarian. I think it was because thanks of us. also in part to my <laughs> fiance Lauren. Is yeah. Wrong? But yeah, Thank you guys you, played a part in convincing me. I will say. So yeah. Thank you. Thank and we you. talked about one time, we talked about traveling as a musician and uh, what it's like, you know, barreling through Arkansas in a large uh. van and how do you eat. That was very fun. I recall it with pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was helpful to us on our trip across the country. So how's yeah, that's right, because you guys were going to uh, the Burning Man. Oh, yeah. Burning Person, we should say. Yes. <laughs> no, it's a man. It's a man. It's true. Yeah. Did that go Okay. Oh, um, well, you know, it depends who you ask. <laughs> That's right. In the long term, I think we made it. Was okay. We made it. Yeah, very good. And I think we all grew from the exper experience. Experiment. 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 Yeah, I think you experiment was a better word. <laughs> mm -hmm. well, that's cool. How's how's the veganism treating you? Uh, very well. I'm convinced. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, Do you I, feel healthier? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, and. Uh, like I'm doing something good and found something that I believe in that I didn't before. Any trials and tribulations, things that come up with being with the family or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, you know, holidays uh, <laughs> are a good, yeah. His fiance uh, laughs. Yeah, she makes it crazy. But yeah, my, my family can be a challenge, uh, you know. Um, when they say, you know, oh, well, Dennis, here's what you guys are going to eat. Uh, so here's what you guys are right, going right. to eat. Right, it, right. It's, it's a tuna casserole, but there isn't much tuna. Oh. <laughs> You got one of those things. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like there isn't very much. Like there may be a little mayonnaise. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, they don't, it's okay if they don't understand. It's all right. That's right. Half of them are vegetarian. That's true. That's true. And they're very good about cool. helping us out. But the other half are psychotic. So, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to play for us today? Um, I don't know. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I played a little bit while people were waiting for their food, which was wonderful. Oh my God, cheesecake! Uh, I have I have a problem with with sugar and sweet things. So don't we all? Dennis? It definitely it definitely helped. <laughs> my problem. 
Are you going to have that as a regular item here I, at Cafe Evolution in I Florence, could. Massachusetts on I Chestnut could. Street? I uh-huh. Perhaps. Where this event is taking place? <laughs> oh, and the other exciting thing to talk about, though, is that this is going out, right? Isn't this a big thing? Like, it's the first thing? Oh, yeah. We're going to start uh, uploading our shows to Pacifica Network so we can... There's over 100 FM stations across the country that are on the Pacifica Network, so... Hopefully, whether, whether they're going, hopefully one or two of them will play it. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, if there's if there's other stations out there that have you know a vegan there, they might get it put on. That's yeah. great. Well, so, and people can request it, you know, if they want. Or yeah, if you're if you're a podcast listener and you want to and you have a Pacifica station near you, you should call them up and tell them you want vegan radio on the air. That's right. <laughs> but in the meantime, people can still get things at your website. Episodes? And you can always get things at veganradio.com. Awesome. We have a podcast. You can search for it on iTunes mm-hmm. or Dennis. any other any other place you go for your podcasting. Dennis should be our new co-host. <laughs> oh, I just think it's well. <laughs> I just think it's really exciting. I mean, uh, you know, as as someone who cares so much about it, you know, about being a vegan and about animals, I, I think it's it's wonderful. You know, it's great that you guys are putting it out there. You know, and I, I feel like sort of a, a New Year's resolution for myself as a musician is to attempt to use like my music in some way that. You're going to write us a theme song? Affects that, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I thought you guys already had one. Well, we Jones for some tofu. We've been using like your uh, Murders of Cook Farm as an that's, outro. That's right. So, yeah. But it's, it's, a little, it's a little heavy. We might need a happier song. Yeah, you might need a more cheerful one. That's all right. Well, that's cool. Well, I, I'll shut up. I'll just play, play a song. It's not about being a vegan or anything like that, but since, okay. it's, since it's so summery outside, this is like a just a nice little summer. There's not a tree that when taken by the sea isn't harder Out there on the beach when we're laying each on each they are strong Swimming at the pond or the river we will find the fear is gone, gone, gone. Back inside the car, I have peace without the bark of the Taken from the shore Like a piece of me Before I could swim Swimming at the pond Or the river One by one We will find the fear It's gone, gone, Thanks, guys.
Oh. Is that it for you, Dennis? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, give away more of these things, too. All right. Who wants a Dennis uh, Cromit CD? Come on up here for an interview. <laughs> Come on up for an interview. You got to work for it. What a stage. Everyone everyone out here is very shy, I can see. We're going to have to call on people. I want a CD. Do I, do I have to be interviewed to get one? <laughs> <laughs> Eden yes. Love wants to come back? Yes. Come on up, Eden Love. We need some more interviewees. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I said she Totally did. sneaked it. Oh, I see oh. what you're doing. I see what's going Woo! on. Dennis, right. Dennis didn't even give his fiance a CD yet. <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting for the wedding. He's a real cheapskate. No, but if someone would like a CD, they could take my copy. All right, Aww. so Dennis's fiance <laughs> is is working for a CD for someone else. Yeah, and my we, name is Lauren. I was like, and it'd be great Besides to get her name Dennis too. Dennis's CD. <laughs> yeah, Lauren. <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> He's my sidecar. <laughs> so, uh, tell us about how long you've been with Dennis. And all right, or, I think or, I'll talk. I think or, I'll talk about my vegetarianism yeah. and veganism. Oh, okay. That, I was going to get to that. Too. That's, that's what I was interested in. <laughs> really was bad. her transition to veganism. And maybe, oh, and dish, ma- and maybe dish, we can please. work Dennis in there a little I was bit. Just a, I was just getting an establishment in here. I'm just kidding. Just too. establishing some background facts. I'm going to put you into a facility establishment. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Um, well, I've been a vegetarian for probably like 25 years. Wow. And considering I'm 30, I was a vegetarian in the dark old days of like brick hard lentil loaf. Whoa. <laughs> you know, wow. My parents used to make like tofu burgers out of mixing like Bell's meatloaf mix and raw tofu and toss them in the oven until they were like hockey pucks. And your parents were vegetarians? Yeah. It, w- it was a bad situation. <laughs> <laughs> and um, actually, we had a lot of good food too, but I don't know. But um, I've been a vegetarian for a really long time. Mostly for ethical reasons. I care about the environment. I care about my body. But I really care about animals more than that. And um, opposite of everyone else, I um, went through a weird rebellious period where I ate meat in college. And I think I ate meat like four times. I ate an octopus once. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. (laughs) You went like straight for just a crazy... Eat a McDonald's fish and jig sandwich, and I don't remember what else I ate, but it was pretty nasty. So it wasn't much of a jump to go back to being a vegetarian. Not after <laughs> octopus? Are you? Joking? I honestly think the fish and jig sandwich was worse, but really, I feel I still feel guilty about an octopus because I hear they're as intelligent as like a three or four year old child, wow. which I just cannot reconcile eating a three or four year old child <laughs> oh, most know. of the time. Some children I wouldn't mind cooking up. And- I know. <laughs> I mean, catch me on off day, who knows, but, um, <laughs> um, but, you know, being a vegetarian for so long, I felt really good about that, and I felt really guilty, honestly, about eating dairy, but it's how I was raised, it was a big part of my lifestyle, and um, probably around a year ago, I just was like, what the hell am I doing, and I made the switch, and it feels really good. Did I you, feel better about myself. Was there anything in particular that like sparked um, your transition? I think it was just a period of growth and a period of less like treading water and being who I really wanted to be and not being afraid to do things that were hard. Because, you know, being a vegetarian for so long, 
I mean, and moving all around the country and traveling, that can be hard. And being afraid, oh, sh- <coughs> sorry, what will I eat, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but I must say, since I've been um, a vegan, our diet is so much more varied, so much more flavorful. Because there's none of those old, like, icky, lazy vegetarian stand pies. There's no pizza, there's no mac and cheese. And I don't know, I really love being a vegan, and I'm proud of it. And I'm happy that Dennis and I have done that together. It's awesome. Yeah. That's very beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and if I ever switch back, I'll probably just go back to eating through four-year-old children. <laughs> All right. But that'll help, that'll help the, glob- uh, the overpopulation problem, too. <laughs> uh, our friend Susan, there, who was on earlier, is going to start a group called the Vegans for Cannibalism. <laughs> well, really. You know, sometimes when I talk to people about eating animals, and I say, well, we eat animals because, what, they're intellectually less than us. Should we eat delayed people? No. That's a terrible thing to say, but, I mean, it's it's all silly logic why we should eat animals. It's, yeah. it's like, you know, if a wood floats and a duck floats and a witch floats, then a witch is a duck or whatever. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. <laughs> right. Yeah. I figure once all the humans go vegan, then uh, we have to figure out how to feed cats. Exactly. And so then we'll need the human corpses for that. All right, this is taking a bad turn. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks. All right. All right. Thanks, Anything Lauren. else? All right, bye. Lauren. <laughs> What's Finally. next, Megan? Who's next? Did Scott turn my microphone off? <laughs> oh, no, you're I there. I feel like all our microphones are I think he's messing off. with the volume over there. <laughs> I am a little bit. I can't hear anything. Here and there. Well, if you had headphones. I'm not used you, to doing a show without know. headphones. How about Chris and Sugati? Oh, Chris and Sugati. Oh, Gina. Oh, Gina. Oh, everyone's coming up at once. I did. <laughs> you're next. You're next. Here comes my roommate, Gina Gates. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is like, this is your life. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Do you remember this voice, Derek? <laughs> All right, Gina, what you got to say for yourself? I got to say, Derek made me a vegan a year and a half ago. (laughs) (laughs) But I was a vegetarian for 15 years beforehand. Wow. What what did I do to make you a vegan? You let me move in. (laughs) That was it? (laughs) That's a house rule, though. And I said she couldn't eat any meat in the house. Any. uh, There there was to be no dairy or egg. Or meat product, which, yes, I, I loved the cheese and chocolate, but I really had no problem giving it up, and I was just thankful to be there, and uh, my asthma has improved. So, all right, pretty good. Wow. So I thank you. <laughs> I cough much less. Less phlegm, no pus. <laughs> she was coughing You've up You've got pus all the vegan lingo down, Gina. Yep. You get rid of dairy, you have less pus in your diet and less pus in your head. It's true. Good. Less pus in your lungs. It's true. But the chocolate, I have to admit, I, 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 I have cheated and I'll eat like a candy bar here and there, which is horrible since I've heard like a vegan radio show and all the nasty things that I heard. So I've been trying to be really really 88 percent 88 percent not even 95 wow oh no there are weeks where i'm like 100 (laughs) percent i think as long as you try to stick to the path that that's good enough 
That's right. Good enough. It's it's about the intention. True. Here, here. No extremism. Thank you, Gina. Did you want a Dennis Cromit CD? I would love a Dennis Cromit CD. All right. Thank you. And I actually I had a request for a musical interlude. Derek has a great song. Oh no, we're not doing that. Here. <laughs> no. <laughs> you won't do it. Rusty uh, Cage. Not on this show. Oh no. Oh. Come on, people. Get him to play. Get him to play. Get him to play. Dennis will let you use his guitar, I'm sure. I'm a little rusty. So is uh. the cage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do Rusty Cage. Woo! Excellent. And then I'll kill Gina when I get home. <laughs> and make her into cat food. Oh, I'm so glad I'm recording this right now. <laughs> Good thing I get to edit the show after. Oh, uh, yeah, there's that. This is not going on Pacifica. <laughs> Sorry, you'd have to pay license fees and stuff. <laughs> so this is, uh, Scott turning my microphone off. <laughs> no. <laughs> he knows he doesn't want to hear my voice. So. No, no. That was, I'm sorry. <laughs> now we see where all the technical difficulties come from. It's the jet lag, man. It's the jet lag. Oh, we're going to sing happy birthday to Scott. That's what we're actually going to sing. <laughs> oh, all right. So this is a Soundgarden song that Johnny Cash covered and then, uh, and then I covered. begin to boil But I'm gonna break And I'm gonna break mine Gonna break my rusty cage and run And I'm gonna break I'm gonna break mine Gonna break my rusty cage And run I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Just keep doing it, though. Too cold to start a fire. I'm burning diesel, burning dinosaur bone. I ride the river down to still water and ride a pack of dogs. But I'm going to break. I'm going to break my gonna break my rusty cage and run when the forest burns alongside the road like God's eyes in my headlight and the dogs are looking for their bones it's raining ice picks on your steel shore I'm gonna break I'm gonna break mine I'm gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break I'm gonna break mine 
gonna break my rusty cage and run, yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I have no idea what that song's about, but that was great, man. Really great. All right, Chris and Sugati, our last guests, and that'll be it. Come on up. Come on up, kids. Sugati was going to be signing. <laughs> so. That was just a ploy. Uh, if, I, if I sit and you stand, we might be at the same level. So do you guys want a uh, Dennis Kramitz CD or a Derek Goodwin CD? <laughs> Can we have both? There's two of us. <laughs> All right, so when, when you talk, just get closer to the mic as you speak, and then uh, yeah. it'll probably work. Okay. All right, Megan, this is you. <laughs> Ask wow. the first question. <laughs> the first question. Well, Chris and Sugati, long-time vegans. How long have you been vegan for? Well, I've been vegan for about uh, 14 years now. And I'm at about nine years. I'd say that's long. That's a long time. Um, and you have a vegan family. You have two... Beautiful vegan girls <laughs> who are not here tonight. Yeah. I know. Why didn't you bring the kids? I <laughs> gotta get, get away from alone. <laughs> um, do you want to talk a little bit about raising a vegan family? And and you also just um, do some interesting things where you do homeschooling and and I don't know if that ties in with your veganism at all. Well, to to a point, it does because um, it's kind of hard to have vegan children go to public school, mm -hmm. you know, but. More for us, it's, you know, veganism isn't just about what we eat. It's about a whole lifestyle that in, involves a holistic approach to living, but also um, having children. Um, so Serena and Skye are um, six and nine, and they've been vegan their entire life. Um, and it's, I think it's fantastic. Uh, and they're very well behaved and adorable <laughs> little kids. That's the veganism. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. When, when they get home, are they like holy terrors or are they like that all the time? <laughs> no, they have their moments. They do. But yeah. they're really, they are really good kids because, you know, we raise them to know about compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, cheer for compassion, and, uh, please. <laughs> Somebody should, you know, should really cheer for it. And you guys are hoping to move up here soon? Yes, we are. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, we're really excited. We love coming up here. Has there been any, um, any traumas or problems raising the vegan family? Any problems with family, with your family, or just with the general public? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, we had to kind of convert our families more toward vegan Thanksgivings, vegan celebrations, vegan dinners. Um, one of the things we did early on was uh, we created our own pamphlet, and we handed it out. It was pretty much, what is vegan? And we handed it out to all our family members so that they, so they would know what to, what to buy and what not to buy when they wanted to get the kids gifts. Um, when we got together to eat, what you know, what was accept acceptable to us. So. And they responded pretty well to that. Well, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just can't win. You know, um, every once in a while, it seems uh, family would try to enforce its, um, I don't know, traditional beliefs and go outside of our beliefs. Um, 
Did they ever try purpose. to sneak your kids meat or anything? No, it was joked about, but <laughs> yeah, I always have stories of like <laughs> vegan friends who have vegan families and like all of a sudden they're like non vegan family. No, vegan friends oh, who have a families. vegan family and <laughs> and then their their like four year old is like telling them that they went to like IHOP with like their grandparents or something. Mm. You know, like little little yeah. tricks like that. Yeah, you know, our girls uh, from an early age, they, they really learned um, why they're vegan, why we're vegan. And they, they know what to ask. They know when they go someplace new, they ask what's in this, what is it, and if it's vegan. And, um, you know, they're, I don't know, they're, they have a lot of knowledge about, you know, what to ask for and, and why. So. And it kind of spreads out to all their little friends, too. Like, they have a friend who was just telling us yesterday she never knew what vegan was, never knew what vegetarian was until she met us and is now starting to question. So, Her parents must love you. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> yeah, that's the danger, but, you know. Yeah. With any... Uh, good yeah, you got to bring the truth to the world. Exactly. Well, you know, people want to protect their children. From the truth, uh, <laughs> in every way they can. Tell the children the truth. <laughs> Any parting words for thousands of listeners across the U.S. and abroad? Well, since since the um, the two girls are with their uh, with their grandmother tonight, they said they would call, and just so happens my phone just started buzzing. <laughs> so it's like they know that we're talking about them. <laughs> they just called. So all that, so. Everyone, stay vegan. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. So, uh, before we go, I thought maybe we could all sing happy birthday to Scott. (laughs) He turns 41 tomorrow. And uh, it's, oh, less than two hours from now. I'm I'm already 41 in England. (laughs) So, here we go. You're so disdainful, Scott. Uh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Scotty. Happy birthday to you. And now the final birthday shot from John Schwinn. And now for the spanking. <laughs> oh, a spanking, a spanking. <laughs> gotta get All something right. good out of it. Well, this. thanks, everyone, for coming out for Vegan Radio 50. We hope you had a good time. And uh, you're part of history now, so... <laughs> That's cool. Wow. We got some outro music. Well, I got the Jones and theme. <gasps> there it is. All right, everybody. You're free. Free range people. <laughs> wow. Go. Thank you for coming. I hope you enjoyed the dinner. It was really fabulous uh, looking. <laughs> Check us out at veganradio.com. <laughs> <laughs>